All right, should we get to our sexy story this week? Ladies, gentlemen, you cannot unsuck that dick. (laughs) It was hot. It was really quite something. (laughs) Do you like when someone else makes me moan? Do not show up looking like you slept in your clothes. In your car. There is nothing sexier than getting railed by two dudes at the same time. I'll just say that. I am dying to hear today's retelling. I know almost nothing of it other than the people that it involves. And we are going to hear that from Brian very soon. But first, we want to say thank you to Cassidy.com for sponsoring this episode of Front Porch Swingers. I want to highlight one of my favorite features of Cassidy. It is the travel section. So say you are going on vacation and you might want to make some new friends of the naughty variety. All you have to do is go to Cassidy and post your trip. Not only will that allow people in that area to see you, but you can also see other people traveling to the same place as you at the same time. A very easy way to make some new connections and potentially have some swinging fun. That all happens at Cassidy.com along with a lot of other amazing features. And if you want to try it free for an entire month, you can by heading to our website, frontporchswingers.com and clicking on the Cassidy banner at the bottom of the homepage. Again, head on over to frontporchswingers.com and click on the Cassidy banner to try it free for an entire month. So, crazy week. We should say, if you're listening real time, it is Halloween, so happy Halloween to everyone. It absolutely is that. We were just at the Rocky Horror Picture show (laughs) Saturday thing, and it was the worst rendition I have ever been to in my life. Wow, was that fucking bad. It was pretty fucking bad. We left an hour into this thing? Yeah. No, no, that's not true. That's not true, you see, because the first hour (laughs) was a ridiculous costume contest, but it was like four categories of costume contest. It took an hour. I was ready to leave. You know I was pissed. I was just ready to get up and go. Yeah. It was fucking horrible. It was not great. Absolutely fucking horrible. So we actually left probably about an hour and a half in because it it was just too much. Yeah. I love Rocky Horror, but I am a Rocky Horror snob. So if there is going to be a showing of Rocky Horror, it needs to be fucking on point because back in Montana, we used to go to this place that did a live action Rocky Horror along with like a four course dinner yeah. and it was one of the coolest things ever so to go from that to like this hunk of shit in Jesus. Vegas I'm like come on this fucking sketchy ass neighborhood <laughs> and this run down fucking theater I'm like alright maybe you know whatever it was fucking terrible. If you, it, I did not think it was possible for someone to fuck up Rocky Horror on Halloween. I didn't think that was a thing. Yeah. Apparently you can. We've can't. officially experienced that. So. Yeah, you totally can. That's all we're doing for Halloween weekend, too. We didn't go to any of the major events or anything going on locally. No, no, I'm no, sure no. they were fun. But... I'm sure. Well, we were puppy sitting. We were, which was so fun. Yeah, I found myself looking for him today. It was weird. (laughs) So your friend Jade went out of town and invited us to dog sit for her. And we were like, oh, hell yes, we will do that because he's the cutest fucking thing ever. He really is. Yeah, he was so much fun. It was really, it was fun to have a, to be around a dog again because obviously we don't have our dog anymore. But we also realized like why we can't have a dog right now. (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot of work. I'm like, holy hell, I forgot how much responsibility this is. Yeah, it's You're constantly on a timetable and you constantly 
have to like think of someone else's needs. We're not used to that shit. No, not anymore. It's well, it's crazy how that's how we used to be, and you just don't realize it, I guess. And it's over, and then you go back to it. It's like holy shit, did we really do this all the time? Yeah. Yeah, it was nuts, but fun. He was so fucking cute. Yeah, it was fun. So Halloween is well. By the time this airs, will be it'll be Halloween day. Yes. And yeah, like you said, we're just kind of doing our thing. We're we're behind. We got shit to do. We're leaving for Denver in four days, three and a half days. Yeah. So this weekend is the Black Tie Affair happening in the Denver area, which we're super excited about. I think it's going to be an amazing weekend. And then we're literally home for three days, and then we hop on a plane and we go to Houston, and we're staying one night at the Swan Mansion, which I am so fucking excited for. You have no idea. I'm not even going to be able to sleep leading up to it. No, I'm, I'm fucking pumped. And so, yeah, we've got that happening. And it, there's just so much going on. It's so fast. It's really coming on really quickly. I'm, I'm kind of kind of shocked, actually. Yeah. And then right after a night at Swan Mansion, we're going to Splash Takeovers, which if you guys still plan to be there, I think there are some rooms left. So that'll be in the show notes for you if you want to join us. I'm very excited for Splash Houston. I just think the Splash people do such a nice job. Yeah, they really do. And we know some amazing people going. And I'm pretty sure you're going to fuck a super attractive woman because she has her eye on you. <laughs> She's very fucking hot. And so potentially, I don't know, we'll see. We're going to hang out a little bit and uh, see where that goes. But she's, she's super fucking cool. She sent me a cute picture today of her Halloween costume and she looks super sexy. So Yay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she definitely wants that cock. And I'm like, yeah, get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> They're awesome. Awesome couple. Yeah. Okay, so I want to talk about uh, a topic that has been occupying a lot of my brain cells. That is for sure. Which is, we've been talking about the potential of venturing into polyamory for a while now. And it's always interesting when the podcast is kind of behind from what's going on in our lives. So I wanted to provide a little bit of an update because I've had a lot of you asking about the RJ situation and if he and I are officially dating and what that looks like. And I have some news to report on that, which is that we are not. RJ is a wonderful person. I very much look forward to continuing playing with him, but something kind of unexpected has happened with another play partner. Yeah. Well, also, you know, RJ's, he's not necessarily a lifestyle slash poly guy. He just genuinely likes you and thought that that would be something he could, you know, wrap his head around. I just don't know if he's 100% prepared for everything that goes into this. No, I don't think he is. And I think that that's totally okay. I think sure. that he is in a period of time in his life right now where his eyes are open to a lot and he wants to be open to things, but he I don't think he's quite there yet. And that's totally okay. So I'm going to continue to play with him and see him and I really enjoy him. Yeah, I like him. I think he's a great guy. But I have now gone on multiple dates with someone that I, I think I officially have feelings for. So this is kind of interesting. And here's what's so funny to me about this whole thing. I think if you looked at this situation, you would be like, oh, this is by design. Brenna's clearly looking for someone to date because now I've had two potential romantic interest in a very, very short amount of time, right? Yeah, but that's just a universe. It completely happened by ha happenstance, I'll tell you that much. This was not planned. I was not searching for this. I honestly didn't think that I was going to have anything with this particular gentleman. I love having sex with him. No. But this is a guy that I hooked up with a couple times in the spring, and then he moved away, and he moved back, and then we started hanging out a little bit, but it was very friendly, and then all of a sudden, one day, I was like, oh, fuck, I like this person. Well, he's <laughs> so, a really fucking nice guy. So I will say, <laughs> this shows you how much I think I like the guy, because he had a birthday last week, 
And yeah. he invited me to go to dinner. And what he said was, it's going to be a group of people and my parents are going to be there. Yeah, and I was like, at all. what the fuck? This is, I don't meet people's parents. This is not a thing. <laughs> so yeah. I've met like two people's parents ever and it was you and my ex-husband. So <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not something I just willy nilly do, go around meeting people's families. Well, I show up and it's not just his parents. It is literally his entire family, siblings, aunts, cousins, the whole fucking nine yards. So that was different for me. And I think in most situations, if I didn't like this guy, I would have been like, what the fuck? Well, you never would have done it, first of all. Probably But he's such a fucking nice guy. He's a really good person. You enjoy his company. You guys have a great time together. And so, yeah, I think this is it really speaks to where you are in the process of potentially, you know, opening up this door to Polly. So, yeah, it, it speaks volumes to me. Yeah, and I think we mentioned him a little bit last week. This guy we're referring to as Sean. Right. And yeah, I mean, it really has just developed in a very kind of quick, unexpected way. I'm very proud of one thing of myself in this situation, which is past Brenna would have thought this thing to death. I would have overthought and overanalyzed this situation until my head fell off of my fucking shoulders. Well, you shoulders. started to do that originally. In, I, in the beginning, you, you did begin that kind of train of thought, your typical process of just going down the rabbit hole of all the fucking potential pitfalls. Yeah, but I haven't allowed myself to spiral out of control with it, which is very, very uncharacteristic for me. So I'm very proud of myself in this situation. I am proud of the way I'm handling it so far. I would be lying if I said I wasn't fucking scared to death, mostly because I don't want to hurt someone else. That's really what I've I've discovered about this situation is like, yeah, if I get hurt, I mean, that sucks. But I really don't want to put anyone else in a situation where they can't deal with my lifestyle or, you know, I do something to drastically fuck this up, which I've definitely been known to do in relationships. I've always been a self-sabotager. That's really what it is. Oh, for sure. Well, uh, me too, for sure. Oh, 100%. No doubt. <laughs> you know. We definitely have that in common. Yeah, there's no question. I could fuck up the program quick. No problem. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, look, this is a very unique situation with Sean in particular because He understands, I think more than anyone up to this point that we have encountered, that this is who we are, how we live, what our lives look like. And I think, honestly, what someone like he would have to do and, you know, understand and accept to fit into this space with us, because it's a lot. Yeah. And I think, I mean, my main concern is like right now when I have those conversations with him, when I talk about still being in the hot wife lifestyle and still having different experiences, he's like, oh, yeah, that all sounds awesome. And I don't want it to get to a point where he feels like he just has to say everything's awesome because he thinks that that's the only way we can be in a relationship with each other. Because this is a lot to fucking take on. This is I have a lot of baggage. I am not a simple woman to date. Well, you and I have not sat down with him yet to this point and had this deep of a conversation about what this really would look like potentially. And certainly he and I have not talked about it and and we need to and will. And I think hopefully that will really pave the way for what decision he can intelligently make with all of that information. I mean, you've given him a lot of information, but I think coming from me and from you collectively, I really think he's going to have a lot more to to kind of digest. Yeah, if that's important for you to say those things, I think you should. Well, for sure. I think he really needs to know. Because again, this is like a beginning relationship, right? You got that beginning relationship energy. And so everything sounds like it's doable. We can work it out. You know, we'll figure it out. There's a way, you know, whatever. But this truly is a lot of shit to deal with. 
Yeah. Well, and it, it's not even just the lifestyle stuff. It's also the traveling. Yeah. It's also my lack of availability. I mean, I told him very, very firmly up front, if you are a needy person, <laughs> if you are somebody who is very needing of time, or if your love language is quality time, I am the wrong fucking person for you. No question. No question. And which, what is ironic about that is that you are you require a lot of time. For sure. I'm sorry, what? Yes. You require a lot of attention. From you. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. A yeah, lot but of not attention. From, not, you're literally the only person I've ever been like that with. Right. But you can, you have the proclivity of being super needy of people's <laughs> attention and time. <laughs> well, I'm an attention whore, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. Let's not pretend that this is not a thing. Well, I mean, not everything has to be equal in a relationship. <laughs> certainly not in this case. Not in this case. So, I'm yeah. a spoiled brat, and I need someone who understands that. Well, I'll make him understand it for sure. I can definitely <laughs> speak to that. No I question. think he's already getting tastes of it. Oh, so, and no. he hasn't run yet. So. He hasn't even scratched the surface. <laughs> he doesn't have a clue. He will, but he doesn't have a clue yet. But I will certainly fill him in. So yeah, I don't know where that's leading. I'm trying not to have any expectations of it and just like enjoying our time. But I mean, it's been great. We've been having a lot of fun. We've been having amazing sex. We've been getting along ridiculously well. So we'll see. Well, the other thing is, you know, we talk about this every time we have this conversation when it comes to poly and external relationships that we, myself and you, have to like the other person's partners. He and I have not spent a lot of time together. I genuinely like him. He's a super fucking good, nice guy. But we definitely have to hang out a little bit so we can get a a feel for one another's personalities and what we're both looking for out of all of this and, and what's important to things to avoid, you know? Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to having that conversation with him. I agree. I think that needs to happen soon. So yeah, as soon as we get back from uh, Denver and <laughs> Houston and yeah, and I, well, then we get a break. We don't have to go anywhere until we go back to Montana for Christmas. Yeah. Which is nice. That's true. We have like five whole weeks of not, uh, entire, not traveling. Entire month of not having to go anywhere. Yeah. So, we yeah. were talking about what we're going to do for Thanksgiving. If you guys remember last year, we went to Sushi and then we went to uh, Playhouse LV yes. for their Thursday night Thanksgiving bash. I don't know what we're going to do this year. I feel like we need to kick it up a notch. It needs to be even more unorthodox and naughty and off the wall. <laughs> I mean, we could probably figure that out. We have a lot of very naughty friends, so I'm sure something will come of it. We just haven't flushed it out yet. I mean, I just, I haven't even thought about it because really it's, it, it's just coming so fucking fast. I don't know if we're going to have time to plan for anything other than sushi and playhouse or whatever. I don't think they're open this year, so. No, I don't think they're going to open Sushi and a strip club, baby. Give me that lap dance after I eat my sushi yeah, rolls. Yeah, I'm going to hard pass on that. What? Why? Hard you think pass. it's depressing to be in a strip club on Thanksgiving? It absolutely is. I did it for 30 fucking years. <laughs> yeah, it's, but maybe yeah. it's only depressing to you because of that fact. Yeah, that's because enough. Because I think it sounds fucking awesome. It's just, oh, it's just <laughs> not. It's just not. Enough. You I, are you such know. a stick in the mud, man. Eh, you know, I just, I can't. I don't know. And also I have like very, <laughs> I have mixed feelings about holidays at strip clubs for a, a variety of reasons. What but, are the reasons? Well, you know, listen, there is a, I don't know, there's a level of sadness that comes over me when I think about it, really. Is it because I, it's a bunch of people by themselves, though? On some level, yes, yes. And then I didn't have the always the best experiences in certain instances. I did get arrested on Christmas Eve at a strip club once. <laughs> um, so that was a thing. Uh, you know, there's not, you know, not the best. I, listen, some of my best memories, honestly, 
holidays at strip clubs. Some of my best, some of the best. <laughs> I had some amazing times with some amazing fucking people I worked with for years. And then not so much. And then some of the worst. See, to yeah. me, that sounds like a gamble. And yeah. we live in Sin City. I'm not rolling the dice. I think you need to roll the dice on a strip club for Thanksgiving. That's <sighs> all I'm saying. Nah, I just can't bring myself to doing it. Well, I don't know. I think I, I people need to help me talk you into this. <laughs> Yeah, it would take a it would take a lot of convincing and a lot of drinks. I just don't know if I got it in me. I don't know. If we Uber everywhere that night, we can just oh, get you blasted. We're definitely Ubering everywhere. <laughs> everywhere we're going to Uber. Oh god. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I, I don't think I can do it. We'll have to come up with something. There's going to be a lot of options. All right. You know, listen. We opted to go to the Rocky Horror Picture Show, the event that we went to, and there were probably I don't know. 50 others that were going on, we chose poorly. So we need to make sure that we really research whatever the fuck we're doing again. We need to redeem ourselves. Yeah, yes. I can't go through that again. That was fucking depressing. I've never <laughs> been depressed at the Rocky Horror Picture Show before. Never. I felt bad for myself for having been there, if I'm being honest. Oh, I that might be a little dramatic. Nah, really not. And on top of everything else, you lost your coat. I don't even. I still don't know how the fuck that's possible. I did. I think someone stole my coat. Well, you probably left it in the bathroom because you leave shit everywhere, and somebody snatched it up. Well, shit happens. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, it's we got collateral it. damage for Halloween weekend. A small price to pay for getting out of that fucking place as quickly as we did. So we need to redeem ourselves for sure. Okay, I want to get to single guy tip of the week because I have one that really chaps my fucking ass, okay? Okay. <laughs> really That's a lot chaps of ass. my fucking ass, the whole ass. That's a lot of ass. The this, entire peach gets chapped by this one. This must one. be a big one. Yeah, okay. Don't fucking booty call people you are hooking up with late at night. I fucking hate it. I have dropped so many play partners over this one the guys that text at like 11 o'clock at night and say things like hey i'm not doing anything you want me to swing over and lick that kitty for you listen even if we appreciate already, the offer even if we've already had sex even if i love the way you lick the kitty <laughs> texting me at 11 o'clock at night makes me feel bad for a couple of reasons one i just think it's lazy and two, if you're texting me that late at night, my mind immediately goes to one place, which is you struck out, you were out doing something else and not having nearly as much fun as you thought you were going to. So I am now the afterthought. I am plan B or C or D or whatever. W. Yeah. Yeah. It just depends. Yeah. Look, uh, here's the problem with this for me. I totally get in the world of single folks, particularly, you know, the 11 o'clock midnight booty call. I, for one, as a single person, had a whole fucking lot of those. But these guys that we, we engage with know that you're partnered. We are a couple. And at 11 o'clock at night on a fucking Tuesday, first of all, I've been asleep for two hours, number one. And it's I don't like, know why you're saying Tuesday. We're, by, we're asleep by 11 p.m. every night. Pretty much. <laughs> but the idea that someone thinks that you're just going to get up and, and just jump out the fucking door at 11 o'clock at night, like without a thought for what's going on with us. You know what I mean? It's just a, it's really, it's mindless and disrespectful and really clueless. Yeah, it's disrespectful to our relationship for sure. But I also just find it to be so incredibly lazy. Well, yeah. Like the guys that text me and say, hey, I have the next couple of nights free. Can we actually plan something? And we set a schedule. That's totally fine. That's very different to me than just some random booty call. I'm talking about the guys that it's like they want to meet in 10 minutes yeah. and they didn't bother to try to plan it. 
anything with me, which tells me that they thought they had other plans. No question. They thought they had p- the potentiality of fucking someone new or different. And when that didn't happen, they decided to revert back to me. And I could not be any more offended by that line of thinking. I am nobody's second choice. Well, it literally just happened to me. I'm certain that it happened to me. I was supposed to meet with a couple of few days ago. And the plan, of course, was as we were corresponding uh, digitally for a period of time, they were coming in from out of town. It always happens. Always folks from out of town. We were supposed to meet up at somewhere around seven o'clock or whatever it was. And then we had communicated early in the day to, just to confirm. Everything seemed to be going just fine. And then I was supposed to get a text from them around five. Well, of course, that didn't happen. Now, then it's 530. And then it, it went all the way to 630. It was actually like 635. And then finally they reached out and were like, hey, just wondering if, you know, we're still on and, you know, could we maybe push it back a little bit right away? I know exactly what happened. You either lost track of time and fucking fell asleep or did whatever because you're in Vegas. Drank or, too much yeah, and drank did too a much. nap or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or you had plans A, B, C, D, and E or whatever. And as they started falling apart, you started to go down the list, you know, and see who was still available kind of thing. So I was not the first on the list, I'm assuming, because if I were, this conversation would have taken place hours before. Obviously, other stuff fell through. And it says very clearly, because we met, you know, these folks reached out to me on our one of the profiles. It says very clearly, I am not jumping through fucking hoops. I do not try to get in touch with me an hour before. It literally says that. And sure enough, that's what they did. By that point, it's an hour, even less than an hour out. I'm not dropping what I'm doing. Not yeah. a fucking chance. Well, the the 22-year-old that I hooked up with exactly one time tried to pull this with me yes. on Saturday night. We literally were getting home from Rocky Horror. I was in my pajamas. I just washed off my makeup. I get a text from him. Hey, I am not doing anything currently. I'd love to come over and take care of you. I'm like, bro, come yeah. on. Yeah. So I very respectfully explained to him how disrespectful that was. He didn't agree. <laughs> and I think for him, it's like, I think that's 22 year old culture to some degree. Well, yeah. Like it's 11 o'clock at night. I'm not doing anything. You're not doing anything. So why don't we just have sex? Well, the assumption that you're not doing anything, which is fine. Like I said, for single folks. Yeah, whatever. Well, he did reach out. He's like, what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm just getting home. Oh, perfect. Because right. I'm not doing anything. So I should come over and fuck you. Right. It's like, ah. And, okay. So not only does it bother me because I feel like it's disrespectful, but the other thing is, I am not always in the mood for sex. Like, coming home at 11 o'clock at night, I had eaten popcorn at Rocky Horror. I felt like shit from it. Yeah. I was exhausted. Literally, the last thing on my mind was having sex with some random dude. So that's part of the problem, too, is, like, you're really rolling the dice in that situation. You're not reaching out to see where my mental state is at. You're not flirting with me. You're just going in for the fucking kill. And maybe sometimes that works, but it's it will literally never work with me personally. No, it's just, it, again... It's- it's not not that we I don't have to be your first choice every time, but certainly don't make it obvious. Well, you know? make a plan with me. Right. That, that's my whole point. If you're planning something, if you're scheduling something with me, then it does make me feel like I'm at least your first choice for that evening. Right. And that's really important to me. I am not of the mindset that I am the most important play partner to everyone that I fuck, of course. But I want to feel like it in the short term, even if it's for a night. Make me feel important. If you can't do that, you're not fucking. Fucking, fucking fake it figure it out yeah, yeah. <laughs> or you know just go find someone else yeah that's so, an option anyway i am nobody's second choice i don't like feeling that way and i don't respond well to booty calls at all i will literally tell you to go fuck yourself well so. look i there i have some um, obviously amazing 
play partners and folks in my life for sure. I am struggling to think of who I would get out of bed for at 11 o'clock on a whim. The answer is nobody. And, and fortunately, they wouldn't do it either. Right? So, no, they would never do that. They would never come home from a night out and be like, hey, I didn't get any tonight. You want to come fuck me? Well, I would also never have the audacity to reach out to them and do the same thing. Oh, like, exactly. That would never happen. Yeah, because how shitty would that make them it's feel? It's just not respectful. No. Yeah. So anyway. Do better, guys. So move it on because I am dying to hear some details. I want to preface this by saying this is becoming quickly a little bit of an annual tradition for you. And it's yeah, fucking... I celebrate it, actually. It's a fucking hot tradition. Fuck Thanksgiving. Let's talk about you banging a ridiculously hot fellow podcaster at oh, Podbash. <laughs> she's lovely. She's just lovely. So we're going to be discussing the details of that shortly. But first, we want to say a thank you to the partners of the Front Porch Swingers podcast. I will be honest, I was a huge skeptic of THC products until I tried microdosing, and now I'm never going back. I use it every single day, and I'm feeling better than I ever have before. This episode of From Porch Swingers is brought to you by our friends at Lumi Labs and their amazing microdose gummies. Microdosing involves taking very small, entry-level amounts of THC to help with a ton of different health benefits. Everything from overall relaxation, sleep, recovery from the gym, and so much more. I personally love microdosing because it helps me sleep at night. I have been struggling with insomnia literally my entire life and for the first time ever, I am consistently sleeping through the night. I'm also just experiencing a ton of relaxation benefits. I feel like my mind is quieter at night after I take a microdose gummy and I recommend this product to so many of my friends because it really does help with so many different areas of your overall health. If you want to try microdosing for yourself, you can head to microdose.com and if you use Use our promo code, which is FPS at checkout, you're going to get 30% off of your first order plus free shipping. You can find all of that information in our show notes today. But again, that's microdose.com. Use code FPS to try out microdose gummies for yourself, experience all of the amazing health benefits and get 30% off and free shipping. Our next partner has a product I literally use every day and have for a very long time. Athletic Greens is something I use on a daily basis for a number of reasons. I want better gut health, I want better recovery, more energy, and it is simple, easy, and tastes great. We also had a friend that reached out to us who's been taking it for a while now that said that it's helping immensely with her hair health and her nail health. Like they're stronger and better than they ever have been before. And I'm sure that's due in large part to the fact that Athletic Greens has 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day right. It's a special blend of ingredients that supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Big deal for us here in the lifestyle, right? It's also lifestyle friendly. So whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free, it's going to work with your dietary needs. And it contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, and it still tastes amazing. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and, and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Brian loves those travel packs. I take them with me everywhere, to every event, anytime we go out of town, overnights, they're always with me. 
All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash FPS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash FPS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. You guys, our Real Hot Wives of Las Vegas parties have been blowing up and have been so much fun. You guys, whether you're local or coming from out of state, have been joining us for them. And it's an absolute blast. They are so well attended. They happen the third Thursday of every single month at Playhouse LV, which is one of the most stunning clubs in the country. And if you want more information on that, you can head on over to members.frontporchswingers.com to see all of the details for both our November and December events. Yeah, it is a blast. So many quality people, so many quality couples, and very highly vetted single dudes. It's an amazing night. You will not want to miss it. If you're in Vegas, third Thursday of every month, come out and see us. So this retelling is exciting for me personally for a couple of different reasons. One, because I got to experience the thrill of and the idea of having sex with a fellow lifestyle podcaster very recently. You guys will remember the Doc Chocolate episode. And I think it's exciting because you get to hear two different sides of the story. You know what I mean? It's almost like you're getting, I don't know, it's like a hot porn retelling in stereo. <laughs> yeah, but it's a little unnerving, right? Because you're always concerned. I am. Like, was my experience the same as her experience? Yeah. You know, hopefully. <laughs> you know, you just never know. For me, it was fucking amazing. I had a great fucking time. My weekend did not suck. Well, I think what was so funny to me about last year during Pod Bash when we were doing the retelling of you and this particular woman, you recalled certain details and really focused in on certain elements. And then she focused in on completely different elements. And that was really fun because I felt like I was getting way more detail than normal. So, I mean, it's just kind of a little treat for me that we're going to be doing this again. <laughs> yeah, for me too. And it, there are some similarities and some very glaring differences between the two encounters. And I, I think there's a lot to unpack with that because it, it just makes sense. It, it, to me, it makes sense after now that I'm thinking about it or have been thinking about it prior to us talking about it here on the show because we I give you zero details. You have no details. So some background for you guys. We obviously held Pod Bash 2022 just a few weeks ago and it was a fucking blast. And as you guys heard last week, Brian was real naughty and got a lot of action that weekend. I wouldn't say and a lot. A I lot was, for I was, you. Yes, I was absolutely more available than I normally am. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I guess you only had two real play sessions, but you yes. also had your cock in someone's mouth in the pool and you were yeah, making out with happened. people. Yes, and absolutely. There I was did. a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So this is just one of those experiences from the weekend. But I mean, I think it's exciting for me because I know your level of attractedness to this person. Sure. And I was pretty sure you guys were going to play again. And what was really funny is leading up to Pod Bash, I was like, is this going to happen? And you're like, I don't know. Like, I don't have any expectations of that. And I was like, it's going to fucking happen. I know I, it's going to happen. I had zero expectations of that. And frankly, I wasn't really sure how everyone was going to feel. And of course, let's let's give some background here. What we're who we're talking about is Madison with the Friends with a Twist podcast, who I had the real pleasure of of having the opportunity to play with last year as you mentioned and then just recently a couple of weeks ago. They're great people. All, both couples are just fucking amazing. I did as I mentioned have a chance to make out with one of my crushes who is also Kenzie on that show. Uh, <laughs> and it was so much fucking fun. She is a blast. She has the best 
dry sense of humor ever. Yeah, she's sassy. Oh, uh, she is so she is so sassy and just so much fun. So I had the opportunity to to make out with her and just kind of have some fun with her. She was a blast. And then of course, I had no clue whether Madison and I would do anything. We never had a conversation about it leading up to it. And and I communicate digitally with she and Barry through text and that kind of thing. But that, that conversation never came up. Barry's we, her husband, by yes, the way. We never talked about it. It was just not a topic of conversation. What we did talk about was basically logistics for Podbash. So there was never a conversation leading up to us being there. You were never like, hey, lady, I want that pussy again. No, absolutely <laughs> not. I would never, you have ever said something like Ever do anything like that in my life. So no, I would never do that uh, but no so I, like i told you there was no reason for me to believe that this was going to happen you know it was why just, you know she's attracted to you I, you say that i don't know i never know that i don't ever presume that You're you know insane. that could easily be a one-time thing no problem no but i, I don't know i i I don't know. I never, I just don't assume that that's ever going to be a thing, right? So yeah, it was absolute lovely surprise. Now this time, however, unlike the first time we met, I said to her, because we were standing outside by the pool, okay? And we got What a, day a, was this, Friday? I'll give a little context. Uh, yeah, I think it was. I think it was Friday. You know, I was the MC, obviously, for the weekend. So I'm just kind of running around talking to everybody at the pool. And we were getting the some of the podcasters prepared to do some pool games. So I was pretty much talking to everyone. And I was kind of on a mission. But the truth of the matter is, if I am talking to either Madison or Kenzie, I do tend to not be as direct with them because I like them and they're fun to talk to. So I'll just fuck around with them for 10 minutes and not really get anything done. And that's pretty much what was happening. <laughs> okay. So at some point, after it seemed like we got like the information ironed out and what was going to take place next. Madison was still standing there. And I thought, well, either she wants to say something to me or she is waiting for me to say something to her. It just felt that way to me because otherwise, you know me, I would never say a fucking word. So <laughs> I, I think I said something to her to the effect of, Hey, don't know if you're interested, but if you are, I would absolutely enjoy the opportunity to spend some time with you this weekend if it's available. I didn't know that's how this whole thing went down. I'm so yes. proud of you. Yes, that's exactly how it went Look down. at you being all forward and flirtatious. I, you know, I, she was standing there and I thought, well, if this is an opportunity, maybe now is that opportunity. And like I said, she was kind of hanging out there a little longer than I expected her to hang out there. So either she wanted to say something to me or, again, she was waiting for me to. And as it turned out, she was kind of wanting to say something to me, but just didn't get the words out or I beat her to it one way or the other. Now, I'm sure her interpretation of this conversation might be a little bit different than mine because I think I sounded much smoother than I probably did. I don't know. <laughs> I'm sure she will let us know that. Um, anyway. She's going to be like, this idiot this came up bumbling all over the fucking place. Fucking moron. <laughs> stumbling over his words. So, yeah. So, I don't know what, you know, from her perspective, what this looked like, but that's what it sounded like to me. I heard that, you know. Let's go with that. It's our story right now. Yeah, We're going with that. It's my story to tell. That's what I heard. Yeah. So, of course, she was very sweet and said absolutely and kind of had a conversation very briefly about, oh, I just didn't know if there was any interest. And, you know, Barry and I were talking about it for the past couple of months. And I told him I really wanted that to spend time with you if, if you were interested. And so, it, fortunately, it seemed quite mutual. I think you're great. both equally as neurotic. <laughs> Well, like, does she not realize how hot she is and that no. anyone would totally, like, cut off a left nut to have sex with no, her? No, she doesn't know that, fortunately for me. 
Well, fortunately for her too, I love women yeah, like that. Women awesome. that don't realize how hot they are are my favorite. <laughs> well, I, I, listen, let me tell you, Kenzie doesn't know how fucking hot she is either. <laughs> she has no fucking idea. Again, clue. I don't know how that's possible. I really don't. She doesn't. She doesn't get it either. Which I, you know, I made very clear when she and I were making out on the couch at the club. So again. All things are going well, right? Now, this is very early in the day because we're doing pool games. It's like fucking noon or something. And so the conversation really went to, tonight, let's get together and have a drink. And, you know, so we're way, way out, right? We're hours out from even, you know, hanging out because, you know, it was busy at the pool and a lot of people, all kinds of fun shit going on. So, of course, it didn't occur to me throughout the course of the day whether I wasn't wearing myself out about whether it was actually going to happen because I was really just too preoccupied, sure. right? Which was good for me because I'm neurotic, as you mentioned. <laughs> Pot day, kettle. I shouldn't be calling you yeah. neurotic when I'm literally the most neurotic person that has ever walked the planet. Oh, so. for sure. You make me seem very normal in that aspect. <laughs> normal? So, I'm abnormal? Is that yeah, what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, you're less than normal. So later that evening, of course, I think it was, oh yeah, it was the pajama party. Yeah. what we had. That was a good theme because it was hot. And Everyone it, looked so hot. Thank goodness I was able to get all that, you know, I get that fucking onesie off pretty, pretty easily, fortunately. <laughs> so of course we are, we go to the club, it's the pajama theme. Everyone looks fucking amazing. And naturally Madison and Kenzie both were pretty much wearing a similar kind of thing, but I mean, just Madison's wearing this two-piece lingerie. Obviously, it matches. She has this very kind of light, silkish robe over it. Thigh high. I mean, just, you know, the whole fucking thing. It Decked just, out to the nines. Yeah, yeah, she looks yeah, beautiful. Yeah. yeah, just smoking fucking hot. Now, we did talk about, <laughs> you mentioned to me, like you were like, okay, first of all, have all the fucking fun you want. However, can we please try to not make this a three o'clock in the morning thing again? <laughs> So that I can get some sleep. I am rooting for you so hard, but if I don't get to bed till three, I'm going to punch you in the face. Well, and, I, and I do need to back up a second because if you remember that Friday, that morning was the the twisty trot. We all ran the, you know, we did the, the 5K right. in the morning and kudos to those folks. I know they're going to talk about it. I'm not taking their thunder. They did a great fucking job of getting people to this thing this year. Yeah. They that, had a ton of people. That's all there. I'm going to say, I'm, I'll let them talk more about it, but it was fucking amazing. It was a great turnout. I enjoyed doing it. And so... I did get a chance to kind of interact with, with them and she a little bit early that morning. But again, this is like nine o'clock, eight 30 in the morning. We're running sweaty, not a sexy opportunity, obviously. So we never had a conversation about any of this. It was not till we got to the pool that we really started having this conversation. Although when I was there in the morning and I was interacting with her, I was thinking to myself, is now the time or do I wait for later? And fortunately, I waited till later because that just did not seem appropriate to me. <laughs> so it all worked out anyway, as you'll find out. So <laughs> we go to the club and you and I had had this conversation about let's not do 3 a.m. or 3.30. Please try to get it, you know, get it done early. Yeah. <laughs> so I had mentioned that to her when we were at the club. She came over to me. All of them were together, all four of them, both couples. And we had this kind of VIP section there in the center, had it all set up had a couple of bottles brought over for everybody to enjoy. And so I had the opportunity to chat with her and Barry at that kind of in that time frame. It was very early. It was like nine o'clock, nine thirty, ten o'clock, whatever it was. And so we had a conversation about what potentially us playing might look like in terms of time. And I mentioned, hey, no rush. Just want to let you know, can't really be out till three in the morning, A, because I don't want to keep Brenna up. Obviously I need to get up early, doing the pool games tomorrow, all that stuff. And I just didn't want to 
wear myself out, obviously. I think I was also going to the gym in the morning with a couple of the guys. It was like six o'clock in the morning. I didn't want to go to bed at three. And so I was hopeful that she was on the same page. As it turned out, she totally fucking was. Like nobody wanted to do a one o'clock in the morning rendezvous, right? <laughs> so, which is always nice. And so we had that conversation. We kind of went our separate ways for a little bit. I went over to the area where we had our table, our bottles and all of that. and was just interacting with folks. And I sat down, I was talking to a couple of people and I could see Madison in the cor- out of the corner of my eye, just over to my right. And she was tra- talking to some folks and then she excused herself and came over to where I was sitting. And you talk about history repeating itself. We were literally sitting in the same place we were sitting the year before. <laughs> Literally in the same fucking place, same couch, the whole, like right exactly in the same spot. And I thought, well, this is a premonition. This might be good because it worked out really well the first time. So she comes over to me and sits down right next to me. And almost immediately, unlike the first time, which was super fucking awkward because we didn't really know what was happening with each other. It was their very first time even considering having solo play with a guy, you know, so it was very unique. This time around, way more comfortable, right? I mean, you could just tell just between she and I, we were more comfortable with each other's presence. Well, you also have a very friendly connection at this point. For sure. And it's just, she's so sweet. So it's so easy to talk to her. And we really were just chatting for a little bit on the couch. And I guess before you know it, like an hour goes by, right? Maybe it may have been just a drop less than that. And she had gone back and forth a couple of times just to touch base with Barry and, and, and chat with Kenzie and that kind of thing. She had a drink and, you know, we were just kind of having fun and people were coming over and we're talking. And at some point when there was a lull of people kind of coming into the space, She's like, I'm just going to do this. And she straddled me and started kissing me. That's exactly what happened last year. Yes, but that was on Barry's behest. He was like, hey, get over there, jump over the couch. And, you know, he's like, (laughs) make it happen. This time she just did it of her own volition. At least I think she did. And because we were in the middle of a conversation and she just stopped talking. I was like, I have to do this. Just get it out of the way. And boom, (laughs) right on my lap. Literally the same thing as last year. And all I I could think about is anyone else that was here last year that saw this is thinking, what the fuck is going on? Am I in the twilight zone? What the? What is, fuck? How is this happening again? Deja vu, yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. And we pretty quickly after that, now I don't even know how long that was. It might have been five minutes. It could have been 10 minutes. Are you making out? Yes. Okay. And, uh, yeah, and of course I am. Where the fuck am I during all this? You were dancing, I think, with some folks. I think I was dancing hard that night. Yeah, so I I, I honestly couldn't really see you now because the club is full at this point. <laughs> And you were like and in you the middle. A beautiful woman on your lap. So <laughs> yeah. Well, I was looking around for you, but you weren't off to either side. Which you know, there were less people on the sides of where we were. You were kind of in, I think, in the middle of the room, and there was just no way for me to see you. And so, but I was trying to find you because I knew I needed to tell you, hey, uh, I'm either going back to one or the other rooms potentially. And so, like I said, I don't know if it was five or ten minutes. She, she and I are making out. My hands are on her ass. I'm trying not to be a total fucking weirdo in the club. <laughs> But she is straddling me. And so I'm rubbing her, her thighs. And again, we're just making out. Now, I'm in a onesie. Okay. <laughs> this is not a sexy outfit. No, what's so funny okay. is like almost all of the guys wore like these silk pajamas or, you know, just like a robe that was most of the way open with like silk boxer briefs or something well, you're in a fucking blue zip up onesie yes super easy access easy to get in and easy to get out of and our friend finn mcgillicuddy was also in a spectacular bucky's onesie oh yeah he won the night that oh, was the yeah best. i was outdone by bucky's so yeah it was only like the two of us in anything other than like silk pajama type shit and of course i'm completely clad in this thing top to bottom the only thing i didn't have was feet you know <laughs> 
So I'm wearing sneakers, essentially, in a fucking onesie. And, of and course, you still got laid somehow. You must be a charming motherfucker. Yeah, it wasn't like, you know, this was the least flattering outfit possible. <laughs> you know, I wear it around the house. It's like, you know, it's pussy repellent is what this is. <laughs> So anyway, but it is cozy. So this went on for a little bit and I don't remember whether it was myself or she that suggested we got the fuck out of there. Either way, it doesn't fucking matter. So she got up, I got up, she went over to speak to Barry real quick. I found you, you were now at this point, I think you were just outside the door with some friends, weren't you? When I walked outside yeah, with her? Yeah, I think I was in there with Finn and Lily or out there with Finn and Lily and a couple other people. Yeah, so we were just trying to, I just wanted to touch base with you. And you said to me again, you're like, okay, just please don't make it three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> like, no problem. <laughs> because, you know, I, in all fairness, I do tend to lose track of time sometimes when it comes to this. And I also never want to be super hurried and rushed and you know i don't want anyone to feel that way no but this was interesting because she and i walked we went to our room and for and our rooms were to, pretty much combined all the podcasters had rooms pretty well next to each other they were all adjoining but we went into our room mine and yours and unlike the first time that she and i were together which of course was our first time and their first time with a solo partner there was no really small talk a, a lot not a lot of it <laughs> our room first of all was full of shit we had prizes giveaway stuff shit everywhere we had a very unique room and it didn't have a couch it had two chairs the chairs had crap on them and so basically i used a restroom she used a restroom and we just sat on the bed which uh, that lasted a couple of fucking minutes and we're all over each other yeah I had to get up and get this fucking onesie off of me <laughs> because it was just ridiculous. You know, I looked totally stupid. And because it it's a zipper from from top to bottom, the whole fucking thing is a zipper. So I just unzipped it, dropped it. And she Were you is, naked underneath? Uh, yeah, of course I was. I had nothing on under this fucking thing. <laughs> so now she is sitting on the bed, sexy as fuck. I mean, she's just so sexy. And she's completely dressed. I think she had taken her uh, silk robe off, this, the top that she had on. But she's completely clothed at this point. And it wasn't until I got on the bed again with her that I was very carefully starting to undress her. I didn't want to damage anything. I was not trying to fumble. Last year, if you remember, she had pasties on. I was really trying not to tear her nipples off. They were super fucking strong. <laughs> no pasties this year, fortunately. And so all she had on now, I had taken her top off. And, and listen, we're making out. And this is going to be a very important piece of this story. And I'll explain why. But eventually her top was off and I was starting to take her panties off. So she's on her back on the bed and I immediately start licking her pussy. Well, why wouldn't you? Th th there's no reason not to. <laughs> I mean, it's just simply no reason not to. And I don't even know how long this went on. I, I kept on going because she just sounded amazing. Clearly enjoying herself, having orgasms. Why the fuck would I stop? It was just, it was lovely. <laughs> You know, so um, is she like really animated? Yeah, oh, yes. She listen. First of all, as I told you, she is hilarious. She is quirky. She she's <laughs> that's like, your brand. You love quirky she women. Is saying, like she's she's like okay, I'm coming. Oh my god, I'm coming. And she's just it's so funny. It's just <laughs> when she says shit, it is just so funny to me. She's like, oh, I, I, what are you doing to me? How are you doing that? Like just she, it, she's talking to herself basically is what she's doing and talking to me at the she's same time. She's verbalizing her thoughts. I'm just trying not to laugh because it's so fucking funny. It's really cute. So because. Again, like you said, she doesn't know how sexy she is. And it's almost like she's embarrassed that she's enjoying this as much as she is. Meanwhile, I am just loving every minute of it. So again, this goes on for a hot second. Eventually, I turn her over and I'm licking her pussy from behind. 
rubbing her amazing ass, her thighs. She's still got like the thigh highs on. It, it, you know, it's just so fucking hot. You're she a do- big fan of thigh highs. Too. I am, and she has and garters. Just it was a it was the whole thing. Yeah, they always have the best outfits ever. They really do. Yeah, I mean, even for the the Roaring Twenties, they had kind of had the same outfit on different colors. They look fucking amazing. So I'm licking her pussy from behind. I am putting my tongue in her ass. I'm oh, you naughty man! Gently slapping her ass a little bit, squeezing it and rubbing it and rubbing her thighs and my hands are running up and down her back well i remember from last year you saying that she kind of appreciated the more aggressive play like you obviously had to back off a little bit at one point but for the most part she was eating that shit up so obviously you remembered that going into this year i did and and that'll play a role here as well Uh, things did get heated very quickly (laughs) as much as i think this lasted a really good portion of time i'm not entirely sure it did and because what she kept saying to me throughout this process of course while i'm going down on her whether she's on her back or not it was like i want to do this something for you you have to let me do something for you this was a topic of hers like the entire time like i'm fine don't worry we'll get to it i'm good i'm really enjoying myself (laughs) no rush here zero rush although you know i was eager to be naked with her in any facet i was just enjoying myself and the view does not suck so (laughs) This is going on for a hot second. Eventually, she turns back over on her back. I went down on her again, I think, for a last time at that point. And then uh, I got kind of on top of the bed and we start making out. And I have to tell you, we talk about this a lot. We hear from couples a lot. And and it's not so much split down the middle, but of course, there are two camps, right? There is the kissing couples and then the not kissing couples, right? Right. We talk about this. For us, the not kissing thing it just doesn't make sense for me personally i'm not going to just speak for you although i know your answer it's not a fucking option it's just not it's not even open for negotiation to me i just i can't get a feel for someone it's almost for me it's almost like not having had a conversation with you first right if i don't know something about you and genuinely decide that i like you this isn't going to be a thing and if i can't kiss you and feel your energy and i don't care what anybody says i know that someone is or is not into me by the way they kiss me. Oh, fuck yeah. It's I can't hide it. That's for goddamn sure. I can't do it. Yep. So I don't think, it, it for me, I, I'm just very sensitive to it, I guess. Well, she and I are making out on the bed. I'm kind of on top of her, but more maybe to the side and just touching her all over. She is now, of course, she's touching me. She's stroking my cock. And we are making out. And it is hot and heavy. And I, I am rock fucking hard. Literally rock fucking hard. I'm, I'm sure. Why would you not touching be? Touching her all over. But while, as much as I have, I've got full body contact, basically naked body contact with her. And it, it's amazing. The heat in that kissing with her was just crazy. And, and it really does lend itself to how this whole thing went. Because from there, I got on my back and she starts sucking my cock. Now, She's fucking hot. And watching that is just amazing. So I'm holding her hair. I'm flat on my back. She's between my legs. And I don't even know how long this lasted, but fuck was it amazing. It was just amazing. And at some point, she's sucking my cock, rubbing my balls, stroking my cock. Her hands are all over me. She's running her hands on my chest and on my stomach and on my legs. And yeah, I'm hypersensitive right now. And at some point, she stopped and she came up and kind of straddled me. And we're making out again. 
And this is a theme because this happened a lot. We would stop kind of what was happening just to make out and like touch each other. Yeah, that's how you know you actually really enjoy someone in a sexual space, I think. Well, yeah. And for me, it's important, especially in a situation like this, right? Because we talked about it. And, and as much as we joke about it, it is really true. We only see these folks like at this point once a year. And at this point, it's been a pod bash. Now, Barry and Madison did come to Vegas and came to one of our Hot Wife events. But th- nothing happened. They just came and enjoyed themselves. And, you know, they were only in town for a couple of days so this is really the the second time that this is happening and the time span is almost exactly a year so i don't know necessarily it'll be interesting to hear her point of view i don't know if it was the time that went by that created this heat build up between that's exactly us, right? what it was it was a year of build up it was but what's strange is that under normal circumstances were this the case there would have been a little bit potentially of like digital banter back and forth with someone and you're you're flirting and doing that kind of thing. Not the case at all. We, we just don't do that. Right. So this was really, I don't want to say out of left field, but I think that's partly why for me, when you asked me about it, I was not entirely sure it was ever going to be a thing again. Like it was just a one-time thing. Don't really know if that's a situation they have found themselves in again, if they enjoyed it or not as a couple. So I didn't know because we had not talked about it. And this really did solidify for me the heat between the two of us and how intense this was that there was definitely, you know, something there. And because the, a year had passed, it was just all built up. Yeah, you have an undeniable chemistry that was just like itching to get out. Yeah, and it it definitely, sh- for me, it was definitely evident. No question. I'm curious to hear her take on it. For me, it was, it was very evident. And she did say something to me later on that I'll disclose to you that I thought was kind of interesting about that. But We are now making out. She's on top of me again. And she said to me, I need you to fuck me. No problem. (laughs) Absolutely no problem at this point because it's all I can do to not think about it. So basically she kind of rolls over to my left. I get a condom. I had, there was some on the, on the bed and I start, we start having sex. I'm on top of her to begin with. Okay. And to, again, to add to just how connected this was for me anyway, While we're having sex, again, making out, touching her all over, I'm kissing her all over. I essentially have her her ankles in my hands. I'm kind of sitting upward. We're just having at it. Okay. This is hot and heavy. No question about it. This is a, there's a good period of time that that's, this is that I'm fucking her and she's on her back and we're just, it's great. When at some point she, you know, again, she's having orgasms. I come. Okay. I came. We stop for a second. We're now laying with each other. And within, I don't know, uh, just a few minutes, we start making out again and it's hot and heavy and we're touching and rubbing and it's insane. While I was fucking her, I started to begin with, I was a little bit more aggressive because again, there was some of that play last year with us. So I very gently have a hand around her neck, but I'm not squeezing. I'm not pulling her hair, just controlling more than anything, right? That, that idea of control. And while we're making out, I'm doing the same thing. My hand is on her neck. My hand is behind her neck. It's just getting hot. Well, we're laying there. I don't know how long it was. It could have been, again, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, whatever. I am fucking rock hard again, and we go at it again. Oh, my God. You're fucking like a teenager, man. This happened three times that I can remember. Three different times is how this went down. What? Yes. And 
I remember thinking to myself, what in the fuck is happening? Because I, listen, I'm 50 fucking two, man. I mean, I, I am not pretending that I am a 22 year old. So I don't even know what's going on in this moment. Now, I don't know. First of all, obviously I'm super fucking attracted to her. There's a heat there. There's a connection. But I, I really don't know what, what all it was. I have no fucking idea. The, the moment, the, the, the event, the whole, you know, the overarching uh, thing that's going on. I don't know. I have no fucking idea. But it was hot. And this is, as every time we're having sex, it's amped up. The heat is it's definitely hotter. I'm getting a little bit more controlling or, you know, aggressive, if you want to call it that. And at some point, we stopped having sex, but we did not move out of the position of my being on top of her. I did fuck her from behind for a period of time. And that went on again for a good period of time because she seems to enjoy it. And I certainly do. But eventually she ended up on her back again. And that's, you know, I kind of finished there for the last time, but the, the session was, it was hot. There was obviously fucking and licking and sucking and the making out and the touching and all of the, the external things. It's not just penetration is I guess what I'm getting at with this particular session. It was a lot of it, but that was just not all of it. No, it was so many elements all coming together in just the right way to create this amazing heat. Yeah. It, I can't really explain it. She and I obviously have not had a conversation about it since, uh, since that evening anyway. So I don't really know. I'm curious to, to hear how, uh, what her take on it is, but I can tell you when when she and I, are, or I was having sex with her that that particular evening, it was super fucking hot. And I was thinking to myself, you you would really appreciate what's happening right now. Like That's <laughs> what I found myself thinking. Like, this is really fucking something. Like, I don't know what's going on, but it's fucking hot. I found myself touching her and licking her and kissing her all over. She was doing the same to me. Super fucking hot. You know, when I was fucking her from behind... Like last year, I was really fucking hard and she made a comment on the show about I was hurting her back at one point. So I was very conscientious not to do that again, but I absolutely was paying as much attention to her from behind as I could without causing any fucking lower back uh, injuries. And so, I mean, it was just such a fucking hot session. And I know time got away. It certainly wasn't three o'clock in the morning, but I think we were together for every bit of two hours, probably. And something she said to me, we were laying in the bed. We had just kind of completely finished up, I think, and we're just laying there relaxing and, and just kind of touching each other. And she said, "I something to the effect of, I hope that, that like the kissing just wasn't too passionate for you. Is there uh, such thing? I don't know. And my reaction was, fuck no. Who, what? No, absolutely not. It was like super fucking hot. It, no, absolutely. No question. So I wonder if... I don't know. I did not ask her. I should have asked her or Barry where they stand on on the you know that portion of play. Like, is that a boundary? Is there a, is there a question about whether or not something is too intense? And no, nah, you... she would have said something if that was the case. You're thinking too much about it. Maybe, but you know, I never want to be the person that is causing an issue. I don't want to be, you know, a problem. And I I just want everything to be cool and everybody enjoy the experience. So that it kind of stuck with me. So hopefully that's not the case. I haven't heard, obviously. We spent another couple of days with them and everything seemed great. We had a great time. But from my experience, the sex with her was just hot. It was so fucking hot. I mean, everything about it, from the way she tastes and smells and you know, everything about her is just fucking super fucking sexy. And I, I'm telling you, fucking her from any fucking position, it just didn't matter. 
It was a blast. I think this is a perfect example of how people that aren't in the lifestyle could never wrap their heads around this particular situation because I know how physically attracted you are to Madison and obviously she's a beautiful woman and I think that there would be a lot of people who would look at this situation and be like, well, why would Brenna like this? Like, why would Brenna be so excited for her partner to fuck someone so attractive and who everyone, literally everyone on that resort that weekend that is into women would have wanted to fuck her. For sure. (laughs) So, So I love it because of that reason. I love it because you are getting to experience something with someone that I know you're uber attracted to. Why would I not want that for you? It's so exciting for me. And honestly, it turns me the fuck on too. Well, but it's for me, when people say that, I liken it to the same situation that, you know, you and I are in when it comes to you playing with other guys. You know, how many guys reach out to me and, and, you know, we've started these conversations. I have started these conversations with guys or have have gotten dragged into them. Oh, I just don't know if I want my wife to, you know, if she gets attracted to somebody, if a guy is younger than me, if he's more well endowed. It's like, look, man, I I don't know how else to explain this, but would you not want your wife to be with someone that she finds attractive and enjoys having sex with? If you want her to be with someone that she doesn't find attractive and doesn't want to have sex with, why the fuck would you want her to do it? Why would she want to do it? Right. It just doesn't make sense to me. So. So, uh, yeah, I don't I don't get that. I really don't. But for me, there are certain people, in my opinion, I think you know this, a lot of folks listening know this, that you have a chemistry with. You just do. There are just some people that you have extra chemistry with. Yeah. Right? Well, and that was, okay, that was another point I was getting to. It almost doesn't matter what someone looks like in that situation. Absolutely Obviously, not. Madison is a beautiful woman, but you have sex with a lot of beautiful women. Yes. That's not really what was going on here. No. It was an undeniable heat between the two of you. And I felt it even just like walking around with you guys throughout the weekend because there would be times you would be off talking to her and I'd kind of approach and I felt the heat between you. And that was fucking exciting for me personally. I was like, oh my God, that doesn't happen all that often so the fact that that is what's going on here is a huge turn on and i'm so glad that it resulted in obviously this crazy insane a hot fucking session for you guys it it really was i mean look you know again the first time we were together you're the first time you're with somebody right there's an awkwardness right always the first time she and i always but well most of the time yeah the first time she and i were together this was also again as i reiterated the first time that she was playing with someone solo without barry so there was obviously going to be a little bit of awkwardness and kind of baby doe legs you're not on level ground a lot of times because you just don't know what's going to happen you know anything could happen in that moment this time was very different the sex was amazing very it was very very much a different experience overall i found myself completely lost in it and i don't know whether that was the case for her i would like to think so anyway but this was certainly a situation that lent itself to what we say all the time that kind of when you when you have experiences with people more than once that second time the third time whatever it just gets better it really just was better Good. it was amazing i'm so happy for first you. time was fucking outstanding this was next level. Well, I'm really excited to hear her synopsis of the experience as well. So I'm very eager to listen in on that. Again, this is Madison from Friends with a Twist. So make sure you watch out for their podcast where they're talking about, I'm assuming, her experience with you. I guess we shouldn't assume they're going to talk about it. I don't presume any of it. No, absolutely not. We hadn't really discussed it much. uh, So I don't know. But again, hopefully she enjoyed it even half as much as I did. It was an amazing time. I always enjoy seeing those folks. They are a fucking blast. They're really a highlight of the weekend. They're just great people. Yay. And that's our last story from Podbash, too. So moving on from that to other things like 
I have some big news, guys. You reach out constantly. So many people reach out and are like, whatever happened to Clint? Why don't you talk about Clint anymore? What's Clint up to these days? Well, guess what? He came to town and I got to fuck him. Yes, he did. And it was a fucking blast. And I'm going to be sharing the first details with our Patreon members on this week's bonus episode. So if you are curious and you want to hear it before anyone else, that's where you can find it. Patreon.com slash Front Porch Swingers. You're going to get a taste of the fun that I had with Clint. So make sure you subscribe to us there. And of course, we'll eventually cover it on in detail on the show. But if you want some behind the scenes, that's where you got to head. For sure. Also, make sure you are watching for our OnlyFans, guys, because I I have some big stuff coming up on mine. I am dropping the second half of my Doc Chocolate Podcasters Gone Wild video very shortly. And I've been taking a lot of hot nudes that I'd love for you to check out. That's at OnlyFans.com slash Front Porch Swingers. And you can find Brian's OnlyFans at OnlyFans.com slash Buy Hyphen Zaddy. Make sure you're following us on the socials. We're on Twitter at FP Swingers, Instagram at FPS Pod Media, TikTok at Front Porch Swingers 1, and YouTube at Front Porch porch swingers we would love for you to subscribe there if you haven't already wanted to give you guys a very big thank you for those of you who left reviews recently on the show we've gotten some really nice ones lately and it means a lot to us that support it you know a few minutes of your time it really really does help us out so thank you so much for that and i think that's what we have for you guys this time we have so much coming up we have been very busy in the bedroom (laughs) well not to mention we have some stuff we haven't even talked about yet Tickets aren't on sale for it yet. We haven't just done everything that needs to be done, but we are hosting Valentine's Weekend in Houston at Swan Mansion. We are also doing a complete hotel takeover in in April with our friends at Playhouse LV. Soon. Look out for it soon. It's all going to be coming up. I cannot fucking wait to really bring it all to you. It's going to be amazing. So stay tuned for all of that. And as always, thank you so much for listening. Thanks, everybody.